0: we thank you for the songs that have been sung, the prayers that have been prayed, the opportunity to worship you through giving. And now as we get into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our hearts and that we will grow thereby. We thank you, God, for this opportunity to declare your word to your people. And we just honor you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all, we are in our sixth episode of our series, The Way the truth, and the life. Episode number six. And the significant thing about it is, is the title, the subtitle of this episode is The Way, the Truth, and the Life. The significance of this is, this whole entire series has been the book of John and how Jesus had these I Am's that he said throughout the book of John. So we are now at the one where he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so, as we jump into this, I want to point out that Jesus as the way is the only path to God. As the truth, he is the authorized revelation Of God's will to the world. And as the life, he brings authentic and abundant life to those who follow him. Whenever we experience hardships and fear, we must place our faith in Jesus and allow his words and promises to encourage our troubled hearts. Let me say that one more time. Whenever we experience hardships and fears, We must place our faith in Jesus and allow his words and promises to encourage our troubled hearts. Now, over this range, this time, we have gone through five previous episodes. And in episode one, we brought out that Jesus says that I am the bread of life. And we titled that, subtitled that episode, Bread. And then in episode number two, Jesus said that I am the light of the world. And we called that episode light. Episode three, he says that I am the door. And we entitled that episode door. Episode four, he said that I am the good shepherd. So we call that one the good shepherd. Last week, he said that I am the resurrection and the light. And so we call that one resurrection and life. And then this week, his words of encouragement to his disciples is what we're going to be talking about today. And he says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And so our definitions for this week are, the way is literally a passing, hence a passage, the place of passing. Hence, a road of any kind, a highway, a private road, a lane, a street. Truth is conformity to fact or reality, exact accordance with that which is or has been or shall be. And life is the state in which natural functions and motions are performed. Today we're going to be going in a very familiar set of scriptures We're going to be in John, the 14th chapter. We're going to start off at the first verse. And we're going to go down a little bit. And then we'll continue on. But I have to give you... Jesus, they have just got done having the Passover meal. The treasurer, Judas, has... Gone to take care of some business, and he is sitting with the disciples and telling them, "This is what's getting ready to happen. I'm getting ready to die, uh, but don't worry. I'm going." And they were like, "No, you ain't dying." You know, they, they they couldn't wrap their minds about around it. And then as it started sinking in, they started getting concerned. Peter said. Lord, I'll, I'll die with you. And he said, no, you can't die with me, but you're going to die like me. And he said, no, that ain't how it's going to be. And he says, Peter, check this out. Before the rooster announces a new day, you're going to lie three times. So everybody kind of understands where we are. And then, as they were sitting around, he could feel how they were feeling. And we get to John, the 14th chapter, starting at the first verse. Jesus says it like this. He says, in the English Standard Version, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms, in verse number 2. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Verse 3 says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. 4 says, And you know the way to where I am going. And then Thomas, you know, he just became famous for stuff like this. Thomas says to him in verse number 5, Lord, we don't know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus says to him in six, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do not know him and oh, I'm sorry, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. Then Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and it's enough for us. He says, Jesus says in 9, Jesus says to him, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The word that I say to you, Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our hearts in Jesus' name. Now, there is so much to unpack in this. that, uh, But we're going we're to stay focused. I, I, I promise. I promise that we're going to stay focused on whatever comes up. So uh, so as Jesus gets up here and he says, listen, I'm leaving. And the disciples decided that they were going to tell Jesus what they was going to do. And they, Peter, like I said, Peter jumps up first and he says, listen, wherever you go, I'm going. No, man, you're going to tell some lies. Thomas says, I don't know what direction you're talking about. I guess my GPS ain't working. But Jesus has to tell him, Don't let your heart be troubled. Mm. Don't let remember we talked we just talked about the heart being your center. Do not allow trouble you to be agitated. Do not allow yourself to be disturbed, uh, disturbed, confused. Do not allow yourself to panic. Do not allow yourself to, to uh, 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 allow your emotions to, to get you all in distress. Don't allow that to happen. No, I've got to stop right there real quick. Because a lot of times we jump over this. But he said do not let your heart be troubled, right? He says do not let your heart be troubled. He says do not let your heart be troubled. So what he is telling us is that it is a decision to let trouble enter into our heart. I had to stop right there just to point that out. That trouble, they say there's a song that says "Uh, I'm so glad that trouble don't last always, but sometimes you can just let trouble just pass you on by, but sometimes we just have to step in the way of trouble and just kind of let a little of it get, but if you just stay on the side of the road, it'll go right on by you. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we have to stand out there and our emotions cause us to get into the way of trouble, so trouble just doing what it's going to do. It's going to agitate you, it's going to cause you to panic, it's going to cause you to fear, and we already discussed that Fear is not the opposite of faith. Fear is, I mean, doubt is the opposite of faith. So if we have the confidence that God is going to do what he says he's going to do, and he says, don't let your heart be troubled, then we have the ability to not be troubled. Come on now. You got the ability. (laughs) But we know there's a lot of people with abilities that don't do what they're able to do. If I'm talking about you, just look straight ahead. Won't nobody know I'm talking about you. All right? So the disciples at this time were in this great emotional distress because... We just had this celebration of Jesus coming in. they saying, Hosanna to the king. You know, he getting ready to be the emperor. We, You know, we right there with him, so it, you know we're probably going to get us some positions and all this. And now he's telling us he's getting ready to get killed. Something about this just don't feel good. And so, as we're going through the scripture, he's got to break it down to them and, and, and let them know, come on, guys. I've proven again and again and again that the Father has sent me and I have been his emissary to show what his intention was toward the people of Israel. However, y'all don't want to go with that. Y'all still looking for the king to come in and rescue you from the Romans. But I, be, I am the king that's going to rescue you from your sins. But I want to remind us that trouble will come, and trouble will affect us. But the point I believe Jesus is making, don't allow it to just manifest. It it, it's going to come. Situations are going to come. Things are going to happen. Things are going to occur. But don't you sit there and dwell on it. Don't you sit there and just ravish it. Just... Like like you in the swimming pool, just l- relaxing in the swimming pool. Don't let that be the case. Move on and walk in what the declarations of the word of God is. Because being a person that is under the grace of God does not exempt us from the storms of life. Being a person under the grace of God does not Keep the storms of life from beating against us. Being a a child of the king does not exempt you from going through the storms of life. So we can uh, let our hearts get fearful. We can let our hearts get distracted. We can let our hearts give up and doubt. Or we can have confidence that the peace of God will rule our hearts and minds and keep us in the perfect peace because our mind is stayed on him. I mean, it's it's a choice. So it's not that Jesus is saying that you're not going to go through emotional distress. It's not saying that you're not going to go through emotional pain. It's what you do with it when you got it. Amen. There was a game that we used to play back in the... Days when we didn't have video games. <laughs> and it was a very simple game. And the game was called Hot Potato. And you would take an object, usually a ball, and the goal was not to hold on to the potato too long so it would burn you. Now, the goal of the person that has the potato is to give it to or cause the other person to hang on to it long enough so that it will burn them. And so you will grab that ball and you would throw it at that person as hard as you. Oh, that's not really the way you're supposed to play it, but that's the way we played it. We were trying to hurt each other. I mean, not really hurt or injure, but, you know, make it so. But you would come up with techniques like they throw the ball at you and you turn your hands so it bounce off your hands to the next person. You, you came up with ways, no matter how uh, hard or fast the ball came at you, you figured out a way to pass it on away from you. And so that's the same thing that we should do when trouble comes. When we see trouble coming, we shouldn't just stand there with our arms open. We should get in a position where we can deflect it, we can push it out the way so it does not resonate or be upon us. But a lot of times we sit there and we wrap our arms around it like it's a long-time friend. Where you been, trouble? I've been missing you. But we want to have this mindset whereby when trouble comes, that we let it hit us, but we get it off of us as quickly as possible and continue to walk by faith and not by sight. So we got Jesus trying to get these guys' minds right because they're getting ready to go through some troubled times because... Their mindset of who Jesus is and what Jesus is going to do is getting ready to change dramatically and he's trying to help them for what's coming ahead but they can't see it because they like, what way are you talking about? Huh? What? <laughs> so he has to tell them, listen, walk by faith. Walk in the faith. Walk in what you have seen happen. It says, if you believe in God, believe also in me. You believe because you've searched the scriptures. You came up and synagogue, to God. You know what the scriptures say about God. And I have been the fulfillment of those commandments. So do not focus on the terrible. And do not let, a uh, hopelessness begin to enter our hearts. But what we need to do is we need to realign our mind to what is hope, what is joy, what is peace, and who God is in our lives. Now, I do want to say this one thing, because I, I, I've realized that some of us think that uh, faith is just a one-time thing. It's like, a, I got faith. But no, faith is like a muscle. And in it being a muscle that the more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. But that also means if you don't use it, then atrophy sets in. And atrophy means that you uh, deaden or cause the fibers of the muscle to deteriorate all the way to the time. That it is of no use. There's this man in India who, for the past 40 years, has had his right arm raised up in the air. Now, when they see when you see the picture of this of this man in India who has had his right arm raised up in the air for 40 years, it doesn't look like his left arm. It looks like a little stick sticking up because He has kept that arm up in the air so long without moving it, without the muscles that the arm has shrunk. It has just withered down, just looks like a little stick sticking up out of his arm. I mean, out of his shoulder. Because if you don't use the muscle, it causes deterioration of the muscle fibers. So when we talk about now faith is, that means action. Now faith is. That means we have to do something now. There are some of us who know that if we don't do anything, guess what? We are going to find ourselves in a situation where our blood pressure is going to go up, where our uh, cholesterol and everything is going to go up, because if you do nothing, your body does not maintain your same phys- uh, physiological composition that you had when you was in high school. You have to continue to work. You have to continue to do. So the first thing that Jesus is, 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 is empowering them with is, listen, you've got to use the faith that you have. He, he's telling them, you've got to have this faith. And then he's, he's got to bring them some comfort. He says, listen. I'm going to leave, but I'm coming back. And guess what? There is a whole bunch of rooms that God has set up for you. I know the King James says mansions, and, 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 but you know what? I can, if I can get a broom closet in heaven, I might be all right. I ain't got to have no big, big mansion. I, if you can just get me in the broom closet, I think I'll be all right. Just get me in there. If, if you ain't got a room, just tell me I got to sit on the stoop. I'll be all right as long as I'm in heaven. So he's saying I'm leaving, but I'm leaving with a purpose. The purpose is to go and prepare the place that we've already designated for you, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to take you to your room. Doesn't that sound nice? That he's going to prepare his room, and he's going to come. Take, he ain't going to say just go down the hall and make a right. He's going to come back and get you and take you to where he wants you to go. And then the third point that Jesus brings out, he tries, or he has this attempt, his his desire is to tell them, listen, I am coming back. Whatever you get ready to see, you can trust that I am coming back, and I'm coming back to receive those that are following after me. Now, check this out. You You know what? I wish somebody would have talked to these disciples and just explained to them that folks is going to be reading about them later on and talking about them because how, how come they couldn't realize that they was with Jesus and they acting like this? So, I mean, he doesn't he he encourage them to be faithful. He says that he is going to uh, prepare them a place. He says, I'm even coming back to get you. And then Thomas says, um, Lord, we don't even know where you're going, so how are we going to know the way? <laughs> now, I know none of us ever did that, right? None of us ever did that. You know, we look at the word and we say, well, how this going to happen? We ain't never did that. You know what? You know what? We say how stupid the children of Israel were because they ain't trust God. But we we never do that. We trust God in all things. You know, we don't, oh, yeah, yeah. Something was wrong with them. Something was in that water over there that just kind of messed them up. So we don't never do that. We don't never doubt God. We don't never disbelieve that God's word is true. We just walk in it, right? So even after all those words of encouragement, don't be troubled, I got you. I'm going to do something for you. I'm coming back to get you. After all this, Thomas say, well, where are you going? I don't even know what you, I don't even know the way. So then Jesus has to say, listen, Thomas, and all y'all that, that's in the background agreeing with Thomas, he says, number one, I am the way I am, the direction I am, what will get you from here to there, <laughs> Thomas. Boy, just just want to slap him in the back of the head. But then sometimes we gotta slap ourselves. He says, "I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life." I am everything that you need. I am the direction. I am the, uh, as I was thinking about this, the way it kind of came to my mind is that the physical. He, he, he's the direction that we have to go in and the direction that we have to be. He has the truth. He is how our mindset is supposed to be. And he is the life. He is the eternity of our spirit. But he says, but no one can come to the Father except through me. So if you don't know me, you can't know the Father. Amen. So Jesus has to say, I am. Remember, that's the definitive saying that God used when he told Moses that I am that I am. I'm all that in a bag of chips and a Pepsi. And so when he says, I am the way, he's t- He's Reminder, I am the only way. Remember, we talked about when he said that only the, the, a thief and a robber will go through any other way than the door. Mm-hmm. Because he says, I am the truth. He, he becomes the, the, uh, the revelation to the world. Remember when the Pharisees bowed up their chest on him and, and he said, listen, I didn't come to destroy the law i come to fulfill it. And they thought they were fulfilling it all the time, putting all them extra rules in there. But he was saying that I am the true embodiment of the truth to the world. And then finally he says, I am he that not only can bring the dead to life, but I can take the life and make it more abundant. We talked about that last week. He takes it and makes it even better, makes it even gooder, yes. makes it even the better betterist. Yes. He Every other little thing you want to add to it, he makes it like that yes. because that's how he does business. Mm-hmm. And Thomas was really... Being the voice to us today. Because there's so many things that are trying to tell us that there's so many different ways. But there's ways that look and seem and appear to be the right way. Mm -hmm. But the end thereof of those ways is destruction. Mm -hmm. Jesus says that I am the way. He says, I am the truth. He says that I am the life. He is all that we need. And we can rest and resound in that. We can chill in that is another word that we can use. The fact that because of who he is, I can be who he has called for me to be. Y'all didn't catch that now? Because of who he is, I can be all that that he has called me to be. I don't have to be what everybody else says I'm going to be. I can be what he has called me to be. But what that requires from us is the fact that we must have a relationship with him in order for us to know what we were designed and purposed to be and to do. So I guess we shouldn't get... On Thomas, too badly because I don't, you know, they always say when a person asks a question, it's about 20 other people in the room with the same question. They were just scared. But Thomas asked the question, Lord, we don't, even, we don't know where you're going. Sometimes God takes us in a direction and we're scared to say, Lord, where are you taking me? Lord, I'm not sure. But the one thing it didn't say, Thomas didn't. It doesn't say about Thomas. It didn't say Thomas went nowhere else. Okay. Thomas stayed right there. He just said, I, "I don't know where we're going. Can you tell me?" <laughs> now, the fu- funny thing just ran through my head. Thomas was not a true man. You know why? Because a real man don't ask for directions. Oh, whatever. oh, okay. I was just throwing. I was just throwing. I was just throwing a funny at you, real quick. That was. I'm sorry. I know y'all was writing notes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. It just came to my mind. Real man don't ask for direction, but he had to ask for direction. So Thomas, He's a smart man. Oh, it ain't true. All right. So we want to get locked into the fact that if you need direction, Jesus is the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you need to understand, He is the truth. Yes. If you need, uh. To 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 move to to live in a in an in uh improved mindset. He is the life. Yes. He's everything we need. He's complete. He's whole, Amen. and he will ensure that we have everything that we need in him. There's a scripture that says that uh, that God will supply all your need, everything that you need, that God will supply it. And he supplies, and he gives you what you need because of, as a result of what Jesus has done for you. that you have everything that you need in Jesus. But that doesn't mean that trouble's not going to come, that doesn't mean that disappointment's not going to come. But what it means is that gives you opportunity to exercise your faith muscle and say, "My confidence is in what God has declared to me, and because I am walking in that, I am growing this muscle so that next time this comes, it will not be able to knock me off track or cause me to slow down because I will be stronger than what has showed up." Now, little side note, little side note real quick. One of the things that that you will not see, you will not see a professional weightlifter lifting the same weights that he lifted when he first started. Because there has been a progression. There has been a movement from one level to another. And the same thing that God wants to do in us as we acknowledge that Jesus is my way, Jesus is my truth, Jesus is my life. And as we walk in that, as we have confidence that that is true, that uh, Proverbs uh, 3rd chapter is, is Jesus. If we acknowledge Him in all our ways... He will direct our paths. Uh Jesus said in in John 17, he says, sanctify them in your truth. Thy word is truth. John 1 and 1 says that the the earth, um, mm -mm, mm -mm. hold on son, slow down. (laughs) That Jesus was the word and the word was with us in the the beginning. It was with God and it, still with us today, will still be with us tomorrow. Amen. Jesus is the word. The, ex- the expression of God's thoughts is Jesus. Amen. And all that then gives us life. Mm-hmm. And that life is an abundant life. Because we heard that this thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. He said, but I come that you might have life. And that that life will be an abundant life. Everything that we need is in Jesus. Yeah. Everything that we could desire to have should be in Jesus. And if we do it the way God had designed for it to be done, we will have the victories that God desires for us to have. Remember what we said, if we do the things the Bible way, we get the Bible's results. All right. I didn't say if we do it our way. Because the results that we get when we do it our way is usually not what we really want to have, have happen, right? Yes. Mm. Okay. So I just want to encourage us today that Jesus is our way. Jesus is our truth. Jesus is our life. If we start getting trouble, he says, don't allow your heart to be troubled. If you believe in God, he said, you can believe in me. He says, I'm going up, you know what, he said, check this, I'm going up there to sit next to the father so I can tell him that's that's one of yours. Mm -hmm. That's my brother. That's my sister. Mm -hmm. He's going to be up there advocating for us. He's looking for us to uh, uh, operate in the power of faith. So that he can bring it before God. Because the Bible also tells us that without faith it's impossible to please God. And so I think that Jesus is sitting there, Father, they're walking by faith. And because they're walking by faith, that God is allowing, causing situations to happen in your life. Thank you, Lord. Because Jesus is our way, he's our truth, and he is our entire life. Mm-hmm. And so as we look at this and as we finish this episode of this uh, this series, The Way, the Truth, and the Life, we discover that Jesus is everything that we need. Next week is our final episode. And I'm not going to, again, you know I ain't going to tell you what, it's going to, what it is. I need you to show up next week so that you can, you can hear it. But before we call it a day, I just want to remind you that if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you need to have one. Because when trouble comes and you don't have an anchor to hold on to, That trouble can take you any direction that it desires. And it can cause you to not achieve what it is that God has for you to achieve. The Bible says it like this. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised you from the dead, you shall be saved. And so the simplicity of it is you accept Jesus into your life. You allow Him to be your Savior. He redeems you from sin and the penalty of sin. And He begins to work that abundant life in your situation. He begins to do those things in you so that He can do or use you for His glory. And when He does those things in your life, He will cause you to be an example to others so that you will be glorified in Him. And so we want to encourage you today to accept Jesus into your life. And if this is a decision that you have made today, what I would love for you to do is to let us know that you've made that decision. And when you make that decision and you let us know, you will let us know via email. And you will... Just send us an email, let us know that you accepted Christ today, and our desire is to assist you along this journey. I say it every Sunday. This is not an individual sport, this is a team sport. We are there to support you, to assist you along this journey. We will do just that. Mm -hmm. So again, our email is at uh, info at godshousecc.com. Send us an email, we will get back with you. And get you locked in, get you linked in to help you along this journey so that Jesus can be your way, your truth, and your life. Amen. With that being said, friends and family, that's going to go ahead and close out. Episode number six, where Jesus declared, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we look forward to finishing up this series next week with our seventh episode. And show up so you can know what it is. (laughs) All right, but you can also check us out on YouTube and see some of our previous sermons if you would love to do that. Well, until next week, God's blessings be upon you. In Jesus' name.